When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Homeschool with Moxie podcast, where our goal is to inspire and encourage you with actionable strategies to take you from overwhelmed to confident in your homeschool adventure. I'm your host, Abby Banks, and this is episode 219. This episode is brought to you by the podcast launch for teens. This is a super fun and practical class that will help your teen be able to successfully plan and launch a podcast. And you might be wondering now, doesn't podcasting, you know, require a lot of expensive equipment? Are we really able to do this? And yes, you are. I will walk you all through it in the podcast launch for teens, which by the way, makes a really fun co-op class. So if you want to learn more, you can find the podcast launch for teens in our shop at 411more.com forward slash shop. Hello and welcome to episode 219. I'm so glad you're joining us today. You can find the show notes at 411more.com forward slash 219. Today, I thought we'd talk about an interesting idea and that is project-based homeschooling and what this strategy is, and how you can use it with living books. I was going to call it how to use living books and podcasting in your homeschool this year, but it really is, I was thinking like, what is this really? This is project-based homeschooling, which if you really want to think about it, project-based homeschooling is when your kids, all the assignments they have in you know a course or along a content area, all their assignments go into this overarching project that might take them all year to do. And the neat thing about project-based homeschooling is it doesn't feel random. The assignments don't feel like busy work. It feels like they're actually contributing to something. This is especially good, I think, for teens who can start to feel uninspired and unmotivated by some dry and boring high school classes. Now, one of the best curriculum companies I've ever seen use project-based homeschooling would be Clearwater Press. And we had Daniel Schwabauer on the podcast. I think it was episode 209. And he talked about how he really uses his courses over at Clearwater Press to engage kids and give them a lifelong love of learning. And all of his courses are based around a project. So in Cover Story, kids are writing a magazine about a topic they choose. And then in Byline, which we will be using this year, your kids are journalists and they're contributing to a newspaper and writing articles for that. So it doesn't feel like dry and boring assignments. So I kind of was thinking, I forget how I thought of this idea. And we've never done this, how I'm going to describe this today, but I think this is a super fun idea that you could use with any age. I mean, upper elementary probably, but definitely your teens would be able to do this really well. But I guess maybe I was inspired also with some of the families I've worked with, with our Pennsylvania homeschool evaluations. Some kids do have really unique ways that they engage with the material. And I might've seen someone do something similar to this. So I should be giving credit where credit is due. I don't think I came up with this 
idea specifically, but I'm seeing it in a bunch of places pop up. And I thought, you know, this is a great idea to share today. So the point is, if you have kids that are uninspired by certain subjects, and we'll talk about this, maybe it's history, maybe it's having to read through certain books, or maybe your kids are super inspired and they just need another creative outlet. So it could go for any kid on any spectrum, whether they're unengaged or super engaged, you could use this with your kids. And this would be a fun co-op idea also. And another idea is using is this idea for all your kids together. So it's another way to simplify your homeschooling rather than having everyone do their own history or everyone do their own you know, reading assignments. This is a way to kind of bring everyone together for some engaging discussion. So let me get into this and kind of explain what I was thinking. So I'm going to share three specific ideas with you of how you can engage your kids with this project-based homeschooling strategy and living books. Here's idea number one. You can take the books you want your kids to read anyway in your homeschool, and you can marry this idea with podcasting. So for example, think of if your kids could create a book club podcast with friends or maybe a book review podcast on their own, would they be a little more engaged if they felt like there was a purpose to, you know, reading and analyzing this literature? I mean, instead of writing a dry book report and feeling like they have to slog their way through it, what if they could think of a creative way to discuss this with friends and record that as a podcast or do a simple, short, little podcast episode on their own with all centered around a book review and giving their opinion. Kids love to give their opinions, right? So let's take it from this dry and boring regurgitation of the facts of the book and start to analyze it in a fun way. Now, like I said, in the intro to this episode, the podcast launch for teens will help you set up a podcast. It's not that hard and it doesn't even have to cost you money. So this is a really fun way that your kids could be engaged with a project. So instead of their literature studies just feeling kind of random this year, what if they worked through creating episodes around each of the books they read? Now, if you're concerned about privacy or you don't want your kids on the internet, you know, posting episodes and stuff, you can keep this totally private and to yourselves, or you can go ahead and share it with friends. And it might actually be a popular thing that other kids want to listen to. You know, maybe they want to hear their peers talk about the books they're reading. So that's one fun idea. It doesn't even just have to be random books you're reading or literature. It could be, you know, maybe your child wants to do a podcast all revolving around historical fiction or biographies that go along with their history studies. You know, are you studying American history this year? We'll have them review and talk about their favorite books about whoever they read about, Abraham Lincoln and the Civil War. Maybe they're reading about Ben Franklin or maybe they're reading about, you know, generals in World War II and they talk through that. I mean, there's so many fun ideas here, depending on the interest of your child, where it doesn't have to stay like a dry and boring book report. Do you see what I'm getting at? So this is one way to use project-based homeschooling by marrying together the idea of living books or your book report books and then podcasting. So I think this is really unique and fun, and it might just breathe new life into your homeschool this year. Here's idea number two. Here's a way to link this to your science or history studies. 
And you don't just have to use podcasting. So maybe you're like, uh, not sure I like the podcasting idea. Your kids could even create presentations like on something like PowerPoint and upload videos to YouTube. Remember, you can keep videos on YouTube unlisted. That means only people with the link can view it. And so, you know, maybe you just want to share it with family. That's fine. Um, but here's a way to make project-based homeschooling bring history or science studies to life this year. Some of your kids feel like science is boring, but what if they say created a cute little YouTube channel explaining science to kids, right? It would help them learn the, the content because if they have to teach it, they have to understand it to be able to teach it or to do a presentation. Or maybe your kids are studying history and you'd love to do, it could be a podcast, it could be a YouTube video, you know, it could be a presentation via PowerPoint. Think of ways where your kids can really make these subjects come alive. And once again, it takes the dry and boring, you know, slogging through history worksheets. It takes that and turns it into an engaging project-based homeschooling strategy, which might engage some of your reluctant learners, some of your kids that are unmotivated with school, but the kids that really are into these subjects might love this as well. It really works for everyone, I think. So that is another idea I had for you. That's idea number two. And then idea number three, I would say maybe is for your really creative writers, your motivated kids that love to write already, the ones that are already filling notebooks with stories. Maybe give them another way to share their creative work. What if they created, like I want to say a uh, old time radio show, but did it via podcast sh to share their latest stories, right? Some of your kids have tons of stories written in journals that no one will ever see. What if you could set them up with a podcast and have them do episodes, you know, one chapter every episode, and maybe they could do voices. Maybe they could have their friends or their siblings work on this. They can actually write out a script and do it like an old time radio show with sound effects and voices. This could be a lot of fun. And I think it will be super fun for those creative writers already, but it might help pull in the siblings who are not so into this kind of thing, because when you do project-based homeschooling, it's a lot more engaging. It feels more purposeful. It doesn't feel just like a waste of time or busy work. So what do you think of that? Like an old time radio show via podcast. The thing I love about homeschooling is that some of these ideas, you know, kids wouldn't be able to do in a normal classroom setting. It's just not always conducive to that. But when you're homeschooling, you can be really creative in the kind of work and assignments and assessments and the kind of things you want your kids to participate in. And it can be a really fun experience. It can be really hands-on as all of these ideas are super hands-on. So what do you think? Are any of these, you know, practical for you this year? Maybe it will bring the love of learning back to your homeschool for some of your kids who are struggling right now, whether it's with reading assignments or even history or science uh, content. I think this is a lot of fun. So if it would help you to learn how to make a podcast and, you know, you could uh, put this alongside of some of these projects, go ahead and check out the podcast launch for teens. And I promise you it is not difficult to get a podcast up and running. And I will show your kids exactly how to do it step-by-step step in the course. You can find that at 41more.com forward slash shop. And don't forget that the show notes for this episode are at 41more.com forward slash 219. Thanks for joining us today. And in the meantime, happy homeschooling.